welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a space for women struggling with an unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, a separation survival coach, creator of the From Devastated to Divorce program, a mother of two, and a survivor of my own unwanted separation and divorce. My mission is to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that extended my journey of growth and healing and to provide you with tips and tools that will help get you to a place of acceptance and empowerment. Because sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Hello and welcome to another Topic Tuesday episode. Today, we're going to talk about gaslighting. It's um, a very popular word these days. I actually think about it and think about did... Well, it definitely was not a word that was commonly used while I was going through my separation and divorce. I do remember reading a couple journal entries where after I was reviewing them, I may have commented and saying, wow, that sounds like I was being gaslit. That sounds like he was gaslighting me. But back in the day, I didn't really know. Well, we didn't use the term, so I don't know what I called it back then, but I didn't. Um, I couldn't label it, let's put it that way. But these days, it is definitely much more popular, I can say. And so I wanted to talk about it today because it's everywhere. And what is gaslighting? So how about we first start with the official definition? Okay, so in the Webster Dictionary, it says gaslighting, a noun, psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, perceptions of reality or memories, and typically leads to confusion, loss of confidence and self-esteem, uncertainty of one's emotions or mental stability, and a dependency on the perpetrator. So that is the definition. So as to where the actual term originated, I found this in an article in Forbes that I will be tagging below, which is uh, the title is What is Gaslighting? So on here it says, why is it called gaslighting? And it says the term gaslighting comes from the 1938 play titled Gaslight, which was adapted into a 1940s film. Gaslight, followed by a better known 1944 film, Gaslight. They all sound the same, but they are like, you know, gas dash light or gaslight. Anyway, starring Charles Boiler and Ingrid Bergman. In each work, a male protagonist convinces his wife she's imagining things that are actually happening, including the dimming of the house's gas lights, with the result of making her believe she's gone insane. So that's basically how they explain how the term gaslighting turned into what it is. And then there are, uh, on this article, they mention uh, the National Domestic Violence Hotline lists five techniques a gaslighter may use against the victim. So I'm going to read off those, the first five. Withholding. The abusive partner pretends not to understand or refuses to listen. Countering, the abusive partner questions the victim's memory of events, even when the victim remembers them accurately. Blocking or diverting, 
The abusive partner changes the subject and or questions the victim's thoughts. Trivializing, the abusive partner makes the victim's makes the victim's needs or feelings seem unimportant. And finally, forgetting or denial. The abusive partner pretends to have forgotten what actually occurred or denies things like promises made to the victim. So my thoughts on this, the way that they're saying this, like the perpetrator and the, you know, the abusive partner, I'm not saying that gaslighting is not abusive because obviously it is. I could see that maybe some people do this not because they're like masters of um, gaslighting and learned how to gaslight, but that what they do is gaslighting. Does that make sense? Like they're not trying to be a gaslighter, but the way that they defend themselves or the way that they argue in a situation makes them be gaslighting you but that they don't know even that they're doing it. I'm going to give you an example of something that I heard, a story. So there's this uh, couple, husband and wife, and they're kind of going through a rough phase, and they feel a little awkward around each other, but they decide to go out to lunch. And while when they go out to lunch and they sit down and they're waiting for their order, they there's like an awkward, uncomfortable silence. So... The man gets up to go get a drink from the cooler. And right next to the drink cooler, like three or four feet away, is the the pastry counter. So he walks over there, browses the pastries for a minute, and then comes back to the table. So as they still sit there in awkward silence, the wife, to try to make conversation, asks him, Oh, what did you see at the um, pastry counter? And he looks at her and he says, I didn't go to the pastry counter. And then she's like, no, you did. You walked over to get your drink and then you moved over to the pastry counter. And he tells her again, no, I didn't. And then she just sits there and thinks to herself, am I crazy? Didn't I just see him walk over to the pastry counter? Why is he lying? Why why does he always have to turn anything into a fight? Why does he have to make me feel like I'm crazy? So when you are in a situation where you're already, um, things are not good in your relationship at the moment, you're not really at a calm and peaceful place, emotions, thoughts, everything gets hyper, you hyper focus on things. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of normal when you're not happy, then things that continue to not make you happy really stand up more. So I think that in this situation, she's thinking, I'm not crazy. I saw him walk over to the counter. Why is he lying to me? He's gaslighting me. But then let's think about it from the other angle. Suppose that he left the table to get a drink because he needed to get away from the awkwardness that's going on because you guys are not in a good place. And he goes to get his drink and subconsciously he's not ready to come back to the table. So he walks a couple steps over, yes, to exactly where you saw him, which was the pastry counter. But he doesn't even acknowledge that he's at the pastry counter. He's not even looking at the pastry 
pastries. He's not deciding on which one he should get for dessert. He doesn't even know where he's at. He's in his own head. So then he turns around and comes back to you, but he doesn't realize that he stopped there. So when you tell him, what'd you see there? He's like, I don't know what she's talking about. Why? I don't think that he would think that you're gaslighting him. I think he would just think that you don't know what you're talking about. Right? So both of you are not wrong because you saw him go to the pastry counter, but he doesn't remember going to the pastry counter. So I think that this situation could be considered gaslighting depending on where you are in the mood of your relationship. Otherwise, you might be like, well, okay, even if you are 100% convinced that he did go to the pastry counter and he's 100% convinced that he didn't go to the pastry counter, ultimately, when the relationship, there's no no other underlying issues going on, you're like, whatever, who cares? It's no big deal. He's confused. I don't care. I know what I saw. I'm not worried about it. But in a situation where you're already feeling a little bit um, tense, you you take it personal. Like, why the hell is he doing this? Why is he calling me a liar? Why is he calling me out? I'm not crazy. I saw him do this. So that kind of goes to my point of I believe that there can be gaslighting going on unconsciously. I believe that there can be gaslighting going on because that's how they deflect from themselves. They're not trying to make you seem crazy or wrong. They just can't admit that they are wrong. So in in an effort to not have to admit that they are wrong, they throw it at you. And then, of course, I'm sure they're the ones that are really good at gaslighting and know exactly what they're doing. And they're doing it on purpose to make you weak, to make you dependent on them, to make you question yourself and think that you cannot survive without them because you are so screwed up, which is extremely screwed up. And I guess my point about this topic is is just um, kind of analyzing yourself, analyzing your partner and and trying to figure out where are you and your partner in this process? Where do you guys fall into? So there are probably people, men, and I'm, you know, I I know that there are women that gaslight. There are men that gaslight. I'm obviously coming from the perspective of women because this podcast is intended for women dealing with these sort of things in their relationship. But if you are a man and you happen to be listening to this podcast, absolutely great. And you can probably uh, flip all of the advice that I'm giving you onto the women's side because it's pretty much the same thing, even though I do feel and I could be wrong, but I do think that it's easier to manipulate and gaslight a woman than it is for a man. Maybe because we are so sensitive in the fact that we, we, you know, we care more. We, we worry more. We think about things more. We probably internalize things more. I'm not saying that I've read any sort of um, studies that say this, but I think in general, women can be uh, gaslit more than men because I think we care more and we observe more and we remember more. So when they're like, you didn't say that, I didn't say that. You're like, I know that you said that. I remember. And, uh, you know, that's just an example. So 
that story, I think, probably falls under one of the techniques which I would call countering, where the abusive partner questions the victim's memory of events, even when the victim remembers them accurately. But I, you know, stand with the part that that is probably where it would fit in. But I don't also believe that in that situation, the partner was trying to be abusive or trying to convince her of something, convince her she saw something, convince her that she didn't see something that she saw. I just think that he doesn't even realize what he was doing in that situation. I think that also trivializing situations where you have an argument with your partner and they belittle how you're feeling. Sometimes it is absolutely, um, you know, predator behavior, abusive partner behavior. And then sometimes it's again, a self-preservation mechanism from your partner. They're not trying to make you seem like your feelings are unimportant. They're trying to protect themselves because they know they're the ones who made your feelings hurt. Well, the only way to fix that is to acknowledge that they did something wrong. And sometimes that is very hard for them to do. So instead of acknowledging that they did something wrong, they will trivialize and say whatever you're feeling is not important or that you're blowing things out of proportion and that you're just being too touchy. And this is where you have to analyze yourself and your relationship. This is where you have to think about, I feel, right, you think, this is you thinking now, I feel that my partner does a lot of gaslighting to me. And why does he do this gaslighting? Is he really just trying to wear me down and turn me into a um, low self-esteem, low self-worth, confused woman that can only depend on him? Or is he gaslighting me because he needs to do some of his own internal work to acknowledge where he is having some shortcomings, acknowledge his part in problems in our relationship. And because he's having trouble doing that, he is throwing it all on me. And I, I see that there is a distinction there for this reason. A true gaslighter, gaslighter, is that, is that the term I'm going to use? A true gaslighter who is doing all this just to beat you down, just to be able to control you, that's somebody you need to run like hell from. This is not somebody who is, who is fixable. They know what they're doing and they're doing it so that they can have better control over you and they can easily um, mold you and do what they want with you because they have beat you down and made you think you're crazy. In the other aspect, if it is someone who just hasn't been able to do the work that they need to, to make themselves uh, a better partner or a fair partner and they are, have too much of a chip on their shoulder or they, they just don't know, they haven't gotten the tools to figure out how to handle problems better. And the easiest way to do that is to deflect and throw things back at you. I believe that that is somebody that you can work with. That is someone that you can have a conversation with and you can say, listen, I feel that this is going on between us. And 
be prepared that even in that conversation, they try some gaslighting because that's the whole conversation that you're having. You cannot acknowledge your part in our relationship issues and something needs to be done about that. And, you know, marriage counseling, couples counseling, counseling on their own if they need to, um, would all be good suggestions. Now, I think that with counseling and if they are actually opened to the idea of change and bettering themselves, that they can learn the skills that they need to, to instead of gaslighting you, to looking inward on themselves and recognizing, yeah, I fucked up, uh, instead of making things 10 times worse by ignoring it or lying about it or deflecting, I need to just, you know, man up about it. I think that it's possible that that could happen. Now, it's also possible that they don't want to change, that they are not gaslighting you on purpose, but that the reason that they do it, they are not willing to look inwards on themselves and fix that. And that is another person that unfortunately, for your own safety, mental health, and uh, self-worth, you also would need to walk away from. Because if they're not willing to change, it doesn't matter why they're doing this to you. They are still doing it to you. And it's still going to affect you in multiple ways. So I guess that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into what gaslighting is, give you a couple examples of how it can manifest in a relationship and it doesn't always have to mean that you have a, an abusive partner that's just trying to mess with your head. But regardless of that, if there is gaslighting going on, a conversation needs to be had and decisions need to be made. Anyway, I think I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's topic and I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.